It's not often I interview people that I call kind of like legends of our, of our city because I've known about this, uh, this man for, for a long, long time. Um, so he's done lots of stuff. I remember running adverts for your clothing shop. Yeah, that's great. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Jasper, tell us about you and your connection, some of the stuff you've done. Um, okay, good morning, guys and girls. Uh, thank you for inviting me along the show. It's a pleasure. You know, I do tune in up. Honestly, every morning anyway, oh, thank you. we get up nice and early in our household um, and then I get out shopping. Um, I was born in Jamaica. Yeah. I came here when I was about nine, ten years of age. Yeah. Which part? Which, which I come which from Saint, um, Saint Anne's. Okay. Um, Alexandra, Brownstown area. Yeah. Um, so I've been here most, I've been here all my adult life. Yeah. Um, but I came out over in 19... Um, 68. Wow. Um, around then, you know, seeing snow for the very first time. <laughs> we lived over in Eastern, I guess. Yeah. yeah over by what's now is the motorway. Used to be a river called the Danny River. Okay. Fo I used to live on Fox Road. So I lived there for a few years with my parents and I was in care um, from a very young age of um, about 12 years from oh, I was gosh. 12 years of okay. age. So I came here at 10 years uh, when I was 10 ish. Yeah. When I lived over in Withywood. And Beminster Down. So I went to Beminster Down wow. School. Black dude in I'm, them days in South well, Bristol. Yeah, but, you know, I was, yeah, I was okay because yeah. I could look after myself, yeah. so to speak, you know. Um, so you even had a reputation then? <laughs> oh, I, I think that's when the reputation began, to okay. be honest, to be okay. fair, you know. Um, I, I really enjoyed it over there, you know. I was in, although I was in care, I was well yeah. looked after. Went from Beminster Down School to Withywood School. Yeah. Did my, for, uh, my education, uh, left school there, did all my teenage uh, education at Withywood. Mm. So I left Withywood School and kind of went back down to Byner Road area. Yeah. That way for so in the a same flat. Books, yeah. Kind of, yeah. And up in uh, Ashley Down, St. Andrews for a little bit. And then I joined the army when I was 21. Gosh. Massive change in my life. Thoroughly enjoyable. Loved every minute. Did you of grasp it. it easily? Did you think, do you oh, know yeah. what? I love this because some some people don't, do they? Some people when they go, they're like fish out of water. Other people are like yeah. fish in yeah the water when they join. I think because I, I've been so independent for such a from such a young age, um, you know, being in care, you have to look after yourself, and then you know, I had some lovely people looking after me whilst I was in care. But then, yeah. you know, um, once I joined the army, I was 21 when I joined the army. Mm. Um, it, it, I loved it. It was fantastic. You know, um, I had to join the army and get away from Bristol because I, although I was into a lot of, everyone knows me from, I used to be, look at the size of me. I'm one of Big six lad. kilograms, but yeah. I used to be a dancer. I used to dance. Yeah. And, um, you know, all them lads, Oscar and all them, I know all, they all know me. Of course and they then, do. Uh, yeah. Everyone knows me, to they be do. fair. Yeah. And um, I joined the army to get away and have a change of life. And um, it was a fantastic growing up period, you know, for me. Mm. Um, I loved it. It was, I, was, I joined the Light Infantry, um, 2nd Battalion. I was stationed in Shrewsbury when I told my family and friends that I was joining the Army. They were like, you've joined the Army? You're lying. <laughs> Why? Wow. Because I used to be in so much into football violence. Yeah. They, didn't, they couldn't believe that I was in the Army. I didn't want to say that. You know, I'd rather you volunteered yeah. that information. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was heavily into football violence <clears> with <throat> my friends over in Beminster Down and Williamwood mm. going to Bristol City, you know? Uh, one of the only black kids on the terrace, me... Uh, Lloyd Russell, yeah. which you know. You've and, named uh, and shamed him now, haven't you? Yeah, Lloyd Russell. Morning, Russ. Yeah, you know, him. And then, you know, there was the 
funny enough, the guys from um, Massive Attack. Mm-hmm. Um, You've named and shamed them now. Uh, all of them. <laughs> they used to go down to Ashton Gate. They weren't into what I was into, but they mm. used to go to football. So there was a few black guys on the scene at the time. Just stopping you there, mm-hmm. right? When you say you're into in, into football violence, because we look at it now, obviously, in, 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 in a different light, and people are kind of, you know, knives and guns and all the other kind of stuff. But was it serious? It was violent back then in the 70s, you know. Um, football violence was, wow, it was... Hardcore, mm. not like it is now. Throwing chairs and stuff like each other, you see them doing. Yeah, you know, it was like toe to toe and yeah. going into different cities and all that. It was, but it's like a camaraderie, you know. When when you're all together as mates and stuff, we weren't drunk and and like going off. You know, it was you, just you like, just like to have a scrap. Yeah, we just like to have a. Fight and it was forever. arranged almost, wasn't it? Did people well, like not yeah, know that yeah. you were going to Birmingham or you were going Go to Scunthorpe or you were yes. going to whatever, and the Scunthorpe crew would yeah. Uh, would, would fight the same. and it was much of it was because it wasn't always around the stadiums I imagine a lot of it was under the radar in the sense that you, you didn't hear about much of when, yeah, what you, went on you know lots of incidents happened um, throughout my time in that little bit of my life you know it was a long part a big part of my life to be honest you know a lot of people know me from then hmm. because of that and know me now because of what happened, you know? And a lot of people feared you then, Well, Jasper, yeah, to be yes, fair. I guess, you know, I'm, I'm not a small lad, you know no. what I mean? And um, I'm pretty aggressive and stuff, a big black guy coming towards you, you know? Mm. You know, it was it was a weird time, you know? It was just, it, that was how it was back then. But did you, and, and, and this is important, because this is one of the conversations I had with, with, with Lloyd Russell afterwards. It, you, you used to fight with people that wanted to fight, and, and this was important. Because when people talk about football violence, they have this image of, of women and children just, you know, sat at a bar or a pub and a load of thugs coming along and kicking them and pushing their, their tables over. But from my understanding, but tell me if I'm, I'm... And I'm not trying to sweeten it or glorify it or do anything. Yeah. I'm trying to find out how it was. From my understanding, is if, if grown men wanted to fight, then you'd arrange and, and you would fight. And, and it wasn't about... If people didn't want to fight then what's the point in fighting somebody that didn't yeah. want... How, how was it? It was it was exactly like that, you know. It was just two mobs who wanted to fight, yeah. and then we just got on with it. It wasn't nothing... We didn't pick on kids, women, children. Yeah. Like I said, how it is now, they throw chairs around Absolutely. and smash up windows. We, it was never like that when mm. we used to run amok back in the 70s, wow. 80s and, and stuff. You know, it was pretty scary. It's a real oh, scary sure. moment there, you know, with... Um, some of the well-known firms. I'm actually a friend with one good lad from West Ham yeah. who's written a book on football violence, right. you know, Kaz Pennant. And he's, yeah. we're friends. He's been to the restaurant to see me. We talk. Yeah. And it was just it was just part of our life. Do you ever look back and have any regrets about that no, part of your life? None whatsoever. Okay. You know, it was all part of growing up yeah. and, you know, moving on from there to the army I was never a bully or anything like that and okay. no one could ever bully me so yeah, yeah. It, it was just part of my life at the time you know so and at 20, 21 it was kind yeah. of listen I need a change yep. I'm not doing this anymore no. um, into the army you went and what happened from there oh I loved it in the army I went to Shrewsbury as a recruit and um, joined the 2nd battalion the light infantry got stationed in Gibraltar wonderful it was mm. lovely gorgeous you know and uh, just gone on there and within I think yeah, it was. In the, within the first year, I became a lance corporal. And there was a, you know, you imagine you've gone back into another big mob. And yeah. there was like, you know, must be about 800 white guys. Yeah. And in there, there was three black guys. Yeah. Every one of them had a nickname. One called Midnight, one called Frenchie. And they wanted to give me a nickname. 
but me, I'm not having it, you know? No, of course no, not. No, because my name's Jasper. And how, how did you deal with So some people crumbled, some people became bitter, others persevered. How did you handle racing, which, which, which there undoubtedly was? And one of them you, you, you've just illustrated, so well, everyone had a nickname, and some yeah. midnight, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, that's not to do yeah. with, with, with your colour. <laughs> but for you, you just refused and said no. No, yeah. my name's Jasper. Yeah. And I guess any you'd have to be a brave man to call you anything else, wouldn't they? That's right. And, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, they would have had to, you know. Um, and it didn't happen, to be fair, you know. Um, I think I, my reputation going to the battalion preceded me, you okay. know. My record in the Army 12 years is clean. Good morning. This is the One Love Breakfast, live from inner city Bristol. Dobre rano. Good morning. Guten Morgen, Klimera. Bon matin, Subhachahe. Yore Gel. Buongiorno. Ohayo, Godaina Salve. Gumon, Jindobre. Bonjour. Dobre Utra. Dobre Rano. Buenos dias. Good morning. Don Chao Tidi. The One Love Breakfast is the people's choice. One Love Breakfast. Welcome back. It's the One Love Breakfast. And we're talking to Jasper Thompson. A fascinating, fascinating insight to uh, just a little snapshot, I guess, uh, to some of his life. Uh, but we're here. We're not here to celebrate that. But more importantly, I guess, right now, there's, a, there's an amazing project that Jasper's uh, involved in. So, firstly, welcome back, Jasper. How? Uh, and there's no how. And there's no... <laughs> is there any Rovers fans in here at the moment? No? Oh, I'd move days. if I were you. You get yourself over there, love. Yeah, move. Um, <laughs> it's just around the corner from me. Obviously, I'm going to be a Rovers fan, isn't I? How do you feel, Jasper, when people say, well, I'm not really... You know, I, I, I want both Bristol clubs... Because I always say, I, I want both my clubs to do well, because I'm Derby. Yeah. Um, and so, no. how does that make you feel? No, that's not good. You need to make a choice, don't oh, no. you? Choose one or the other. <laughs> one or the other. It's, I heard you having the conversation last week with... with was it yourself? It might have been, it might have been me. Yeah, yeah, right, been, yeah. saying, you said, oh, we it's Bristol. We want everyone to do well. We want both clubs. No. It Listen, just doesn't work like that. Tell me, are you one of those? If, right, yeah. if Rovers yeah. went down... like oh. So when Rovers went out of the league, Massive right? Massive party. Really? So you were on that side of Massive Party? Massive Party. <laughs> <laughs> massive Party up, uh, but, up the free lines. But then you would fully, you would fully expect, um, <laughs> if City went down, for the Rovers crew to have a Massive Party too. And, and you'd think, well, that's, that's life. You wouldn't criticise them for having a party. Do tell us where it is and we'll pop around. <laughs> and <play another. laughs> I think we better move Crash on. that party pretty quick now. It's 8.38. <laughs> Tell us about your, pro- uh, your, 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 your project, Jasper, because, I mean, okay. you've told us you, you, you've run clothes shops, you've had uh, restaurants, and you've currently got one. So tell us yeah. where that is, because that's kind of a, not, not a base, but that is your base, isn't that it? That right is now? our base. Yeah. Um, we're sta- um, situ- stationed, situated down on North Street. Yeah. So we've been there about three and a half years, four years coming up yeah. this September. Um, and I'm not saying this because you're a big guy and, 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 and you're pretty close and you could hit me, but I have been. Mm, food is amazing. You go to a lot of Caribbean restaurants, including <clears throat> some of the chains, <laughs> and you don't get... If you're used to good home cooking, yeah. then when you go into a restaurant, you want something that's either at least as good or better yeah. than what you're used to. Otherwise, what's the point in going out Absolutely. to a restaurant? Yeah. And uh, I tasted a few people's food because I'm a bit greedy like that. <laughs> Lovely food, lovely, yeah. lovely, and I had the curry chicken, which was uh, amazing. Yeah, Our yeah, jerk yeah. chicken's the best, yes. and curry goat's the best. But yeah. you know, we've been there nearly four years. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoy it. 
So this winter, um, end of December, you know, it was bitter, wasn't it? It mm. was. And I was doing my shopping for the restaurant down in Bedminster. And then um, I came out, I seen this guy sat in the doorway. And I said, do you want a cup of tea? And he goes, oh, I'm all right for a minute. I just had something. Could do the sleeping bag. So I'm like, okay, I'll sort it out. So I gave him a sleeping bag. Yeah. And from there, with nine weeks into it, yeah. it's massive. Wow. It's 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 a major problem in the city, mm. you know. Um, so what we do, we have what we call the outreach on a Sunday. So we go down. What how it initially started was just me, my wife, and two friends ended up down the bear pit yeah. feeding these homeless people. There was about ten, yeah, ten of them, and then the word spread. And now we're nine weeks in. You know, you can count like seventy people coming through. Wow. And we're in St. James's Church, behind St. Mongo's, yep. behind the bus station. Yeah. So we set up there now because we, the council don't want us in the middle of um, the town centre there, mm. so to speak, you know, for well, whatever reason, you know what I mean? Well, people, you don't want to advertise the fact there's homeless people, do you? It ruins tourism, doesn't it? Yeah. Hey, well, sorry. you know, yeah, it's kind of a bit like that, I guess. Mm. You know, they're saying that they spent a lot of money to revamp the area. But when we were down there... We had more people identifying who we are as a, as okay. a help Bristol. It's called Help Bristol's Homeless. Yeah. And they would come up to us and say, oh, what are you doing? And we tell them. And they're going, oh, we didn't know there were so many homeless people. And, you know, a lot of them, what we call homeless people, some people are sleeping rough and some people are living in hostel, but they have to be out the hostel at 8 o'clock the next morning yeah. and then spend the day before they can go back into the hostel, which is rubbish, eh? Mm. You know what I mean? It's raining, it's wet, it's cold. So what I decided to do, I put on Facebook, oh, I need a container. Um, no, sorry, I need a porter cabin. My mate, Tim, he said, Jasper, I've got a 38-foot caravan you can have. I'm like, brilliant. Where is wow. it? Westbury. Oh, God, in Wiltshire. So then a gentleman from um, Caravan Sands down in, yeah. in Bredemont-Sea said, Jasper, I'll come and level it for you. But Paul O'Brien, he said to me, Jasper, put it on my land for the minute, which is down by the Malaga. Yeah. So I said, you sure? He goes, yeah, put it on there. It's only temporary. Mm. So we put it on there. The guy come and level the caravan. He goes, it's not a bad caravan, now." Nah. I said, yeah, it's lovely. He goes, I've got another two you can have. So when the weather was bad, we had up to 10 people off the streets. Wow. And we um, just got them in. You know, we got some strict rules, no drugs, no alcohol, no visitors and stuff like that. Some of them break the rules because of some ex-army. You yeah. have to leave. Do you want to get on a program? Uh, not particularly. You have to leave because that's what we're all about, sort of helping people back into society yeah. and getting better and well. Mm. And um, so we've recently, moving forward, got four people, five people working. One works in the restaurant, ex-chef from the Amazing. army. So he told me he's an ex-chef. I thought, well, I could utilize your skills. Yeah. So we got him in the army. Uh, we got him in the kitchen. Excellent. And he's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And he's so happy. And, you know, the all of them are so happy. They can't believe they're on their roof. They've been homeless, living in the woods and stuff. Imagine that. Living in doorways for the last... And when it's freezing cold, of course, years. we know. We know that, oh, yeah. that people are, you know, people are dying, people are freezing to yeah. death. We, we know that. So what help do you need? So, what, well, we're not getting much help from Bristol City Council. Okay. 
unfortunately. You know, yeah. I, I'm not I'm not on here to criticize Bristol City Council because sure. their job is really hard. Yeah, and I I sort of sympathize a little with what they have to put up with and and the problems there is out there yeah. with the homeless. You know, so I do sympathize a little bit with them. However. When they see something like this that we're doing, which is, I didn't bring the posters in, what it is we're trying to do is get 10 to 12 containers yeah. in situ somewhere in South Bristol. Right. Okay, and what we're trying to do is convert those, we will, not try, and we will convert those containers into single-bedroom apartments. Right. So, if you're homeless... And you're recommended by someone or we take you in yeah you then they're on the license yeah. and you're living there it's your key to your front door imagine right. that you yeah. know you've been homeless for years yeah, and then yeah, someone's yeah, yeah. given you opportunity to get out of wind wet and rain no of course okay so we want to have 10 12 containers that into you'll see them on the help bristol's homeless page yeah and um we stack them in twos and then you what we're having is like what we intend to have is a kitchen area so all the volunteers who work with us at the moment we got like about 1600 people on our page at the moment wow. but we've got a lot of the people who like it but we got a hardcore of volunteers that so will come, come and physically a, practically help. help yeah they want to do the cooking they'll do the laundry Amazing. they said oh we want to still be involved i ain't going to kick them to the curb of course when we get the containers because we will get the containers yeah. i had a phone call from a guy who works at the american embassy in israel he messaged me on sunday morning and said jasper i can get you 20 containers as a donation and we will get them shipped to bristol that's what he amazing. told me yeah. it's amazing what we've done if i just want marvin or anyone from the council who has some land yeah. to say let's have a look at this project yeah. we've emailed them the the plans of the project it's all feasible and you know it, it's environmental friend friendly it will be when it's up and running we got all the resources we just need that accommodation well listen we're going to send we'll, we'll get someone in the next few weeks to come down and visit you guys and we'll do some recordings and and and, and play yeah. something on, on 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 the program um now we've shared your links on our One Love Breakfast Facebook page, so it means that okay. so people will be able to see that. But if they want to go directly uh, and, and they're on social media, how do, how do they find out about you guys? Where We've do they got search? a Facebook page. Yeah. It's called Help Bristol's with an S, Homeless. Okay. We've also got a website. Yep. Help Bristol's Homeless. .co.uk simple you can go on there you can donate two pounds yeah you know rather than give them two pounds yeah you give us that two pounds yeah. we'll buy some socks we'll buy sure. some toothbrush Brilliant. and we're out every week doing that so Excellent. that's the way to, and everyone can everyone knows my phone number mm. they can just ring me and say jasper what do you need and we'll tell them well you know we have a poster on the page with indicates what we require each week you know so when people ring me up and say we've got 20 blankets i'll go homeless people don't need blankets when they get soaking wet they don't get the manner beast they'll just get wet yeah. and they just throw them away it's been fascinating to talk to you but the beautiful thing is this isn't going to be the first time you're on uh, so you'll be back soon uh, but we're going to put you in touch Vic's going to take some details as well or, or, or George will and we'll make sure that we get Asher uh, and or Marvin to get in contact with you because it's amazing what you're doing uh, um, we urge everyone in Bristol, if this is the first time you've heard of the project, go to the Facebook page, uh, search it, either One Love Breakfast or, or Help Bristol's Homeless, uh, and, you know, enrol, read, learn, support. Uh, it's really important. So, Jasper, thank you so much for coming in this morning. Thank you for having us.